everyone. My name is Oksana. It's road to AdWords Weekly, AdWords Insider, the 13th. Uh, we deliver the news about the creation of our project AdWords. So, as usual, may I ask Tukukalsan to speak about this? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Oksana. Uh, hello, everybody. This is Hiro Tokugawa. So this is uh, religion in Tokugawa, Japan, part three. Okay. Now, uh, okay. So I've explained that it was Buddhist first, Shinto second in Tokugawa, Japan, but that was for, that is the uh, administration side. So uh, temples and shrines, which would be treated more importantly. And the answer is the temples, the Buddhist temples. But in ordinary people's eyes, uh, the difference between the two were not, was not very clear at all. So um, people, especially people of Edo, would go to shrines if there is a festivity. And then if there's a ceremony in a Buddhist temple, they would just go to that as well and uh, bow to either a god or a Buddha or whatever. So, and that, that was daily life. I was very spiritual, but at the same time, very secular. Uh, so one would go to a temple, pray, and maybe it's a funeral, maybe it's a memorial service, and then people would pray and then come out of the temple and they say, uh, Shoujin Otoshi. Shoujin is the vegetarian food served in Buddhist temples and monasteries. So uh, we have to get rid of the uh, Buddhist or <laughs> Buddha-ness <laughs> out of our system. And uh, they would go to brothels to play <laughs> very often. Uh, so... Uh, you see, but uh, now, and then what was, why um, did the Tokugawa uh, make, um, well, had to put down Shinto, uh, no, well, had to promote B Buddhism at the uh, expense of Shinto is because, you see, uh, Shinto is, would, would later evolve into nativism. And uh, so this is, uh, to put in today's phraseology, the Japan first belief. Uh, Japan was created by the sun goddess Amaterasu, so therefore it is holy. And later on, it would take on this very, very, very dangerous spin that Japan is designed to rule the world. But that will be much later. But anyway, uh, one of the most important policy um, objectives of Tokugawa Japan was to improve relations with China and Korea. Uh, right after a very big war with these two countries, uh, where the Japanese had fought uh, quite effectively. So uh, we needed to instill a sense of respect amongst ordinary Japanese, in spite of the fact uh, that we seem to be much stronger uh, than the Chinese or the Koreans. And uh, one way of doing it was through Buddhist uh, teachings that, um, well, violence is not so uh, desirable in general, and one should be merciful. And the other is that uh, this is through Confucianism. So, uh, you see, the Japanese samurai uh, were forced to study classical Chinese or written Chinese in order to win promotion within their dominions. And so um, we were being cynicized, uh, the Japanese elite, and later on, uh, all Japanese were being cynicized without them noticing that. So uh, Buddhism and, and, and also all Chinese texts were written in Chinese, and all Buddhist texts were written in Chinese. Uh, you look at all the classics uh, written by the Japanese uh, in, the, in the fields of uh, philosophy and religion, they're all written in Chinese up on, right until the Tokugawa period. It's only after that uh, that the Japanese start to write in Japanese about what they're actually thinking. So, uh, okay, I'm drifting away from religion. But anyway, so we needed the Japanese to become more Buddhist uh, also because of diplomatic reasons. We needed to establish better relations with our neighbors. And for that, the Japanese had to have 
a system of belief apart from believing that our country is holy and therefore the best and the most important in the world. Okay, so I think that will be enough for this time. And thank you, Oksana. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you very much, Takawa-san. And next, please, uh, again, could you please uh, speak about our progress? Okay, thank you, Oksana. Hello, everybody. Um, I have some updates to you. Basically, last week we uh, we did a, we attend a, a blockchain expo, and then many types of guests came to our booth, and then they said it was so uh, exciting, and then they some some of them say like uh, I'd like to buy this land, and then some of the listed company also interested in our space, and then they are willing to be a kind of you know. Uh, property partner, they wanna they wanna manage our property on this NFT space, and then anyway, it was so exciting. It was one good news to all of you. And then the other news is uh, we are super close to conclude, and then uh, not conclude. We are super close to finalize our design of logo, and then I'd like to show you know some some examples, but it was. All of them are so, so nice and so sophisticated, describes the whole ecosystem with a, a kind of a nice, nice, precious image. So it was also nice news to you. And then the third one is um, I'm basically engaging, you know, development part. And then we continue to discuss with our partner to, to define all of the requirements to all of the NFTs, including DeFi, and an ecosystem and a marketplace. So uh, basically, we not only uh, the player to sell our land by NFT, we also create new new token, two types of token, Koban and Zeni. And then also we are trying to develop new gaming application, which is also deeply related with our ecosystem in crypto space. So we have to divide three, three or four parts. I mean, uh, gaming team and the NFT team and then NFT land team and then two types of token utilization team. And then I think I'm supposed to have a meeting at least four times in a week about Edubus. So uh, it's it's so nice progress, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, discussing all of the things with our team anyway. And then uh, I think one, one thing I'd like to show and share with you is um, I think our gaming application has a new regulation, exciting guideline uh, kind of governance. For example, we sell our land and landowner has to build some uh, their own house. We call it daimyo-yashiki. So even if they buy land, uh, if they don't build daimyo-yashiki, then the NFT has no value and they have to transfer this NFT to another uh, investor, something like that. And then uh, if land owner built their own daimyo-yashiki, they are entitled to put some advertising from the company side so that they can get some profit. So we are designing, uh, how to say, a new cash inflow ecosystem based on our metaverse on crypt space so that they, their NFT value is going to be more precious and also their daimyo-yashiki value is going to be more precious and then they have a right to resell their land or their house, or they have a right to keep using them as an advertising space or a kind of 
new ecosystem. This is also related with gaming parts. So we have to discuss, you know, uh, cross-functionally, like not only gaming space, including, you know, land space and then, uh, you know, something like that. So uh, it's so exciting anyway, because it's not like just this central land or just like sandbox, because we are going to create quite new gaming application with high visual, which is high polygon and high pixel, as if we are in real Edubus. So I think I'm, we are going to have uh, many types of meeting every week. So uh, I'd like to share uh, our progress as much as we can. And then I think the anyway, main target is July 7th. On, on this you know, timing, we are going to sell our NFT. So by then, we'd like to uh, describe and define all of the NFT function, basically, and land benefit and uh, Daimyo regulation as well. So that's enough from my side. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you very much, Ken. Very interesting. I see that we are going into more detailed uh, process right now. Yes. And uh, uh, next, uh, Mitsushi, could you please speak to us about anything you had this week? Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, as Kensa explained, uh, we had a booth at Blockchain Expo, which was held in Tokyo. It took three days and there was a lot of uh, traction. Uh, for example, we gained a lot of new Twitter, Twitter followers. Uh, in day one, we had only 45 followers in Twitter, but uh, at the end of day two, we gained uh, more than 200 new followers in Twitter that showed that we were able to successfully uh, exhibit our presence and raise awareness. Moreover, a lot of people approached us in booths. I think uh, each person uh, approximately spent 10 minutes or 15 minutes talking to us or interviewing us about the project overview. That means a lot of people had a profound interest in our Edoverse. And a lot of people had a different uh, angle of interest. Some people were interested in metaverse uh, in general. Some other, some people were interested in uh, issuing new tokens, and some other people were interested in uh, Edo and our concept of featuring uh, Edo period. So I think our projects uh, can uh, appeal to a wide range of audience, wide range of consumers from different perspectives and angle. I think I gained some sort of insight or a clue for our marketing strategies and promotional strategies. And um, other than that, uh, I think uh, I visited a lot of uh, booths of different companies in Blockchain Expo. I was able to gain a lot of uh, uh, news and trends and insights about the, the industry as a whole. And I, get, I got connected with a lot of influencers and also NFT, uh, NFT ambassadors. I think I was even VTubers. I think those kind of people, I explained the concept of adverse to those kind of people, and they will probably cooperate with us for a marketing and promotion. So there were, there were a lot of returns and a lot of gains in Blockchain Expo. I'm looking forward to proceed this project even further. Uh, that's, all for, uh, that's all from me today. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Mitsushi. Like, yes, the uh, blockchain export, export was indeed a very exciting event. I, I'm very glad that we had such you know, achievements and uh, this, uh, you know, publicity as well. Uh, so next, Dominique, could you please speak to us? Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, the blockchain export was really, really exciting. Um, many people came 
And, and I think we printed more than 1,300 pieces of uh, uh, reflets, but you know, most of those are gone. The people just picked up our, our reflets and then just asked us a lot. And, and now um, everybody I think involved in this project is so a uh, high motivation that that is just you know, moving forward. Um, and also, I think uh, this time after this uh, blockchain expos, you know, what we have to do is that uh, to explain about more details to the people who don't know much about Edibus. Because um, still, that uh, many people seen the expo that still don't have a wallet, a, a crypto, uh, cryptocurrency wallet yet. So they just asked us that how we should just invest, how they uh, invest in. Uh, Edibus or Edibus runs NFTs. And then we just explained about uh, 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 the cryptocurrency wallets things, but in the still, uh, we need a time uh, to explain uh, uh, those uh, procedures, how the, how the many people can be involved in this, in this project in futures. And um, before we launch uh, uh, tokens, Edos, uh, Ed Coban and, and Zenis, and also we just uh, launched an NFT land at the first, uh, uh, we will hold uh, some um, presentation meeting with uh, many people uh, who want to who want to participate in Edubus. That should be, I think, in a, in a 6th of June uh, in Tokyo. And we just um, connected with online and then uh, we can just uh, we can explain how uh, they can participate in this Edubus. So uh, now we are uh, we are quite as positive as uh, Gam mentioned and also Mitsushi mentions that that we do a lot of sort of uh, blog blasts just going on in the uh, in our projects uh, now. Uh, we are now talking with uh, uh, the development company uh, to uh, uh, just design a token and also the order. And we also just almost fixed our our, our design um, uh, of the Edibus. And, and then um, we also uh, increasing in our Twitter's I think I checked it now the 235 235 uh, followers just in a, in a Twitter's and then we have to just update in in, in our SNS that the, to uh, uh, to let them know to to let them know our, our project um, um, the project itself. So uh, um, we are now really looking forward. Uh, to launch uh, of our NFT land and also uh, tokens on the 7th of July. That and I'll count, I think, the 52 days to go. So um, please just wait for a little while and then please attend our ex uh, the presentation sessions on the, on the 6th of June. And also, um, I'm really happy that everybody in this project is really, really active and, and, and then they're, they're just positively just uh, contributing to, uh, to our community. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Dominic. Yes, it's very inspiring. Thank you, everyone, for uh, uh, talking today. And uh, I will hear from you next week. Goodbye.